Welcome back to Rural Queensland today. Robbie Catter joins us this morning. Robert, good morning. Thanks so much for being with us, mate. Yeah, good to be with you, Dobbo. When TripAdvisor talks about Mount Isa being a high-risk area and advising people not to go to the town because of the youth crime that's going on, I say enough's enough. I mean that. I, I, I say enough's enough. Now, the Palaszczuk Labor government has to look at alternative solutions to the youth crime crisis. North Queensland, instead of wasting $500 million of taxpayer money and repeated mistakes, you have had a gutful. You have spoken to her. She visited there and revealed that the government's response to youth crime was extra police and to look at expanding youth detention centres. Oh, my God. I mean, I start laughing. The police are so understaffed at the moment. They are absolutely – but this you just can't snap your fingers and have more police. These poor men and women – are working tirelessly, double shifts. They are absolutely strung out. The answer is not more jails. Okay. Mate, that's the only natural reaction is to laugh because it's just so ridiculous. And to be put on the spot and say, oh, let's just do what we're already doing that doesn't work. Over 90, I think it's 95%. It's over 90% recidivism they have now out of Cleveland Bay detention and the youth detention centre in Townsville. Let's spend $500 million, uh, doing the same thing in Cairns. And um, I mean, I, I don't know if she's given up or um, what. What's behind that statement? But um, everyone in North Queensland, and you know, me saying things about TripAdvisor that hurts me. I've got good friends on Caravan Park in Mount Isa, and um, and uh, you know, they're, they're one of the ones affected by it, and um, it, it bloody hurts. We're trying to get people to live in these regional areas, and there's great things about living there, but that's how big the impact is on our life now. Um, it just it hurts us in every way, and uh, that—that's the premier's response. So, uh, that's more or less the government and Anastasia Pelosi saying, "I couldn't give a stuff about what's going on up there." Yep. I'll just say what I need to say in front of the camera and fly back to Brisbane. And I'll throw some money somewhere, and um, yeah, mate, it, it, it speaks very, very poorly of her integrity. I'd say clearly, she doesn't care. Clearly she doesn't care, and if it affects people, she I mean, the writing to me is on the wall. She she had the land tax, you know, for investors scrapped and thrown out last week because everybody rejected her. They're coming up continually with these harebrained ideas. To me, she's just treading water. It's like she's waiting to try and get a cushy little gig on the Olympics board and she's going to pass the reins over. Yeah, well, I probably would if I was her. I mean, she's she's – Announced sixty billion dollars worth of um, possible spending on renewable energy um, last week, and they've blown out Cross River Rail. Originally, it was supposed to be four four billion. It's now at eleven billion, and the Olympics' best em- estimate is going to be somewhere between fifteen billion and twenty billion. And um, and there's one other one I'm missing. Is she's just um, announcing things left, right, and centre, and um, any policy issues, it's going in all sorts of bizarre directions, um, just like you said a few days ago with Cairns with the youth crime. And um, the tragedy of this is there's real problems out there to be fixed and uh, they're going sort of every uh, every other direction. Like we said the other day, um, you know, we've got some very serious health problems in, uh, to fix in Queensland and, and her big announcement is on renewable energy. And now we've got youth crime issues as well for the last few years to fix. She does this bizarre statement. Um, so I think that's a pretty fair assessment you made, although that um, yeah. she's got eyes on something else.
Can we talk about that Northwest Electricity Security? I mean, you've called on the Premier to confirm a, a timetable for connecting Mount Isa and the state's northwest to the national electricity grid as part of the government's 10-year energy and jobs plan. So there is a lot going on there. I mean, you know, I, I, I spoke um, with a lot of people over the last couple of days and it's very clear that they will build um, copper string. They just haven't given a definitive time frame and every day it, as it waits it costs jobs. So is there is it going to happen? That's the first thing, do you believe? And why is the delay? Probably the same thing. I'm in Hewenden at the moment, uh, the conference on the HIPCO project, the dam here in Hewenden, and it's it's sort of the same answer. Like it's there's there's no practical reason, there's no logical reason to for it not to go ahead. So it, it it's all just politics, and that just you know then it just hangs on a shoestring because it's at the whim of um, you know the internal factions or the whether Premier wants to do it this day or, or doesn't, or um, and you know I just feel sometimes it feels like they've got no control. Anyway, they just have these forces from unions or whatever the pressures or the factions within their party, and um, we just get these irrational sort of responses from them. So you know, Cobble String should have been built ten years ago, but it's got an EIS, it's been approved. Um, you know, they've got finance or options on finance now. There's everything. The only thing told them back is politics, and they announced she announced sixty billion of potential spending on infrastructure and and projects, renewable projects and infrastructure to support it. And here's a project that's shovel ready, and it's the only project with in that scope that's shovel ready in Queensland, and um, they still can't announce that, <laughs> which makes a mockery of her announcing anything. And that and that renewable energy, which I think is all nonsense anyway. But um, so yeah, mate, I, I, um, it's completely irrational. It's it should be built. Um, they should start building tomorrow. And if put it this way, if um, if there's there's no green light before Father Christmas comes, we are just absolutely kidding ourselves here in Queensland. And and. I'd say uh, we wouldn't be capable of doing anything. I get that completely, and I, I really do. I, I'm just thinking moving forward, though, like for yourself, how can you get at the table with the Premier that she understands that if she does not change this, she's already lost a lot of people in the state by sheer arrogance, but the hardworking people of Mount Isa and the surrounding area, you talk about Cloncurry, and, and we spoke with the Mayor the other day. He just said, mate, the lack of royalties we're getting – it's just embarrassing, and if anything, mm. you could change. Like, and that the, there's no money getting put back into the towns that create the money for the state, and this is in every area. And if it doesn't change, and if she doesn't, I mean, what about the bungle? And, and we we spoke with the Flinders mayor, Jane McNamara. She had to go and buy back the rail yards off Horizon that the state government sold off years ago. Like, it's just laughable. Laughable, yep. and this is going on in every facet, whether or not it's energy, whether or not it's health. You want to talk about the police, ramping the wait times for ambulances. These ambulance officers are at risk every day they go out. There's no protection. There's no support. There's a lack of doctors. It is a complete mess. And I don't want to be negative because I love Queensland. I love yep. rural and regional Queensland. I want it to be the best it possibly can. But we are under a dictatorship where we cannot survive at the moment if it continues to go on like this. It just can't. And, and the tragedy is they, they were handed the keys to the state 
maybe 30 years ago, um, Labor and it was in a great shape. And, you know, we had free hospitals and, um, and they, you know, they didn't have to sell anything off. They had all these magnificent businesses. The economy was powering and um, we had every reason to expect, um, you know, prosperity far beyond now into the future. And um, and uh, they're selling everything but the kitchen sink. They sold off on that and Bly and, um, and uh, now they just continue spending at an ever-increasing rate. And the deterioration of, um, at the same time, it's been the deterioration of those core services, health, and crime. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a terrible time, and, and I don't think there's, um, you know, I don't like being too negative either, Dobbo, but there's only one logical response ahead of deal with that, and that's, that's agitation. You know, um, um, metaphorical slap in the face is the only language that, um, that um, politicians understand when they just want to completely ignore you and when they treat you with that much contempt, uh, there's only one logical response. So, um, yeah, we're way beyond sort of dealing nicely on these things. Sure, we'll talk if they're ready to to provide an answer, but um, they've got to be even listening in the first place and and, um, they need some pretty aggressive sort of behaviour and uh, I'd like to think KAP's pretty good at that. So, yeah, we've got our, our work cut out for us. Good on you, mate. Great to chat. Uh, we'll catch up again shortly. Appreciate everything you're doing. All the best, all right. Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network.